check us out to hear the latest on life in the volunteer state. Yvonka and her guests discuss everything from life, love, and business with a Tennessee flair. It's a Tennessee thing. Always relatable, always relevant, and always a good time. This is Talking Tennessee, and now your host, Yvonka. Welcome back to Talking Tennessee with Yvonka. I'm your host. We have a special guest in our studio, Sanford Miller with Emerald Youth Foundation. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Anytime, anytime. How is Emerald going right now? Emerald's going great. We're in a busy season right now. Okay. With um, a lot of sports going on and a lot of kids. Kids are out of spring break right now, but everything's going great. Yeah, spring break is pretty, yeah. Yeah, I, I still don't have childcare, so it's yeah, it's it's pretty bad. But you know, it's gonna be okay. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be okay. So, tell me a little bit about first. Tell me who Sanford Miller is, and how did you get to Emerald? Okay, uh, again, Sanford Miller, uh, director of sports and uh, FCA Urban Outreach. Um, okay, came to Emerald back in two thousand six as a uh, AmeriCorps. AmeriCorps is a um, a program that's provided by the government that gives you the opportunity to work in a local nonprofit, uh, and Emerald still has those positions today. And I uh, came in as a AmeriCorps through sports. Okay. And um, they so gave me since two thousand six. Mm-hmm. Okay, keep yeah. going. So they gave me the opportunity to work in sports, which was my passion. I grew up playing sports all my life. Yes. And um, six months later, I was promoted as sports coordinator. Um, for the foundation, about 200 kids then. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at a very young age, too. Yeah, I was that, uh, very young. 25, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, you're like, wait a minute. Hold on, let yes. me think. <laughs> yes. So tell me this. Um, I know you have two sons. Mm-hmm. What are their names? Uh, Tyson and Zane Miller. Okay. Okay. And, you know, with the age gap between those two, how do you pull them two together to be able to be that dad to, you know, make sure that those boys come together as brothers? Uh, food. food. That's uh, a good one. That's a good they one. They both have um, different different um, a- activities, activities and stuff? they're involved in, so the best way to pull them together is around food. Okay, okay. <laughs> food and fellowship That's is right. always a good thing. That's they right. say it in the church. Can't food and fellowship. You put some food in front of that, you're going to fellowship. So that's a good thing. How old are they? Uh, Tyson is 15. Okay. Uh, Zane, is just, he just turned seven. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. So how do you get a balance as a father, you know, and still be the individual beast that you are in the community? I wouldn't say a beast. Uh, You're a beast. I would say a figure. But um, I'm still trying to find that balance. Uh, I think the best way is just making sure that I put my kids first. Uh-huh. And then um, knowing that I'm putting them first and knowing that they see me uh, trying to make a difference in the city, that one day that they, if they're looking for a direction, they can go back to the roots on what their dad used to do. That's awesome. Now, Sanford's trying to be really humble, y'all. He is a beast in this community. The reason why I say beast is because Sanford does things 
you know, that people never see. You know, he goes out, you know, to kids' games that he may see the single mom that knows him, you know, in the community. And they say, well, you know, my son is struggling in school or my son is struggling in whatever. And Sanford will go out to one of those games, you know, that has nothing to do with Emerald just to show support to that student or to that kid. You know, he will go to homes, different things like that that people don't see him do. And so when I say beast, I mean that you are... You do a lot that people don't see that brings you brings everything together from being a parent to being the director of Emerald Sports to just giving back to the community that helped you to grow when you were a kid. So look at it this way. A beast is a good thing because you want to elevate always. Right. Uh, and you elevate in so many areas. Or Emerald would have never picked you up. As a director, what made you go back to Emerald to apply to for a position? Well, again, in 2006, uh, I was 25, 26 years old, still trying to find my way and trying to figure out who I was and what I was going to do. I was a young father at the time. Tyson was two years old. And I wasn't sure in which direction I was going, but Emerald helped me find a true passion on who I was, and that was working with kids. Before you came back to Emerald, um, to give you a little background about Sanford, he worked for Fifth Third Bank. And so I never forget when I first met you, you said, you know, this is just, you know, a process that I'm going through. You know, this is a job. This is not a career for me. This is not my passion. You know, uh, so when you did announce that you were coming to Emerald and I saw the big smile on your face, it seemed like that you found your passion. Mm -hmm. Speak on that. Well, I will I'll correct you a little bit. Okay. Uh, banking uh, still is a passion of mine. Okay. Uh, from Home Federal Bank, where I okay. first got, get, gave my start, okay. on to uh, Fifth Third Bank, as I became financial center manager at Fifth Third Bank. Okay. Uh, been able to help people to um, find their uh, their means through financial um, uh, stabilities, as well as uh, helping them to um, learn about credit. Uh, mm -hmm. Get them on the path on, you know, I might not have been where I needed to be prior to that, but I've been able to use my experiences mm -hmm. to give people the opportunity. So uh, finances is still a passion of mine that I have to still educate mm -hmm. and uh, do things like that as well. Yeah, but you have to teach. Uh, you have to teach that even when it comes to the kids that come through Emerald. Yeah. If you think about it, you know, um, the Bible says train your child up. Mm -hmm. You know, so you're training them up. So hopefully that the financial background that you have, you train them up even in the sports. You have those conversations. You right. be that mentor. You tell them about credit. You tell them about having obligations and responsibilities so that when they do become an adult, that they know, you know, I remember when Coach Sanford or Director Sanford told me this, I need to implement that in my life. Right. So it all comes hand in hand. Most definitely. Uh, tell me a little bit about Emerald. What does Emerald stand for? Uh, Emerald, our true mission is to raise up a large number of young leaders uh, to be effective um, Christians uh, in their uh, community. Uh, so does Emerald just help in the community of Emerald or do they help just the community or anyone in need? Well, anyway, basically... Um, as a whole, we want the kids that come through our program to be uh, instilled through a Christian base, yes. through education and health as well. And uh, with those three components, we want them to go back into the community 
and be able to provide those same type of resources to the next next generation. Viewers, I went to um, tour the academy uh, a couple months ago. I was blown away. I was totally blown away just seeing the kids. I walked down the hall, and I, you know, just the kids were still doing their thing. You know, I was trying my best not to interrupt anything, but the kids just had a smile on their face that was just priceless. Those kids. You know, I saw teachers coming in and out of rooms, you know, and the kids running up, hugging the teachers and stuff like that. Just and the teachers embracing that, you know, and giving that nurturing hug to those kids. And it really I mean, it changed a lot of how schools in my mind can be some some are really great. But then there's some that are struggling. Emerald, I'm saying this personally, that Emerald really, you can tell that they care about those kids and they make sure those kids feel love because they wouldn't have those smiles on their face if they didn't feel love. Do you agree with that? I totally agree with that. Um, I have a son that goes to the school as well. He's in the first grade and uh, he comes home with a smile on his face every day telling me about his day and how um, he just loves his school, looks forward to wearing his uniform, looks forward to wearing his jacket. He had a jacket on yesterday at soccer practice. See, so. <laughs> see. Oh, well, I went to, to a listing appointment last night, and I saw the crest, and I asked the little girl, I said, is that Emerald? And she, and she put that big smile on her face, and she said, yes, I go to Emerald. And her little sister just got in to Emerald this year, and they were so excited about both of the kids being in. And that's another thing I, I, I admire about Emerald. They do not... Um, pull strings. They make everybody apply the same way. The mother told me last night that you go on the website, mm -hmm. you apply, mm -hmm. and you go on the list, the waiting list. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you work there or not. You still, I mean, I know Zane had to go on that waiting He's list. On waiting list for a year and a half. A year and a half. <laughs> I mean, that should tell you right there what Emerald stands for. They don't stand for, you know given that pass because you know somebody they want it to be equal playing field and that that sticks out a lot let me ask you a question what can we as a community do to help knoxville in the in that regard of just doing things in the community what do you think that we could do i think we need to get more involved um, i agree it's one thing to sit at home and point the finger and watch the news and point the finger at things that are going on around you but I've, I've heard someone say, you know, I'm getting out of Knoxville. Knoxville hadn't done anything for me. But when have we actually took the time out to say, what can we do for Knoxville? I agree. I agree. And you know what? You ha can't look at it as what has Knoxville done for me? What have we done together mm -hmm. as a community? You know, it's a give and take. I'm glad you made that point. Because, you know, you can't look at it as I, 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 because you can't build a community on I, right. you know, so that that's a very good point. What else do you think that uh, you could do in the community that people could do? I try to tell people this. Anybody can stroke a check. But when you get your hands dirty, when you go out in the community and you see those kids and you work and all that, that's what Emerald is really about. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, do they have to raise money? I, I talk about it all the time on my Facebook Live. Yes, money, the Bible says that we have to have money, but money's not everything to building the community. What else do you think you could do? Volunteer your time. Um, that's one thing that really just I gravitated to Emerald was um, the opportunity to give back. I know growing up, 
I had a lot of counselors. I had uh, coaches that really um, poured into my life. It was a testament of who I am today. And without them, I don't know where I would be. And so in saying that, volunteering your time, whether it's coaching, whether it's a, a life coach or um, yes, yes. A community leader, whatever it is, time is everything. So giving back and showing kids that they, their life does make a difference. Oh, is a huge component of what we can do for the city of Knoxville and Emerald as well. Let's talk about the volunteering. Uh, let me say this. Uh, I've been uh, volunteering my time, my, my real estate team, for almost three years with Emerald. And if it wasn't for Sanford Miller, I would not know about Emerald and what they stand for. And I'll say, by far... You know, I say this all the time when people ask me about Emerald. Why did you pick Emerald? And I'm like, I picked Emerald because, you know, a lot of organizations can raise money. But I can honestly say that I see them spend that money and spend it in a good way. I don't see them misuse money. I see them really sewing to the community. The different developments is going up, like the one in Lonsdale. I, I was so excited yesterday because we were at a listing appointment, and we left there, and we were going down, and Adrian had her phone in her hand, and I said, Adrian, look up. And Adrian says, what? And I said, look up. And I said, there's a Lonsdale um, development going up right there. And I got to share that with my daughter, to share it's building, yeah. and it's emerald. I drove all the way around this uh, development, taking pictures from every angle so that when, when it's all done, I'll have pictures from the beginning mm -hmm. to the end to show the people that I go out to, you know, on a regular basis to tell them about emerald. Get involved. There are so many different parts of Emerald that you can get involved in. You know, uh, I am the co one of the co-chairs for the golf committee this year, and it's such an honor to do that. You know, I was on the committee last year, but, you know, I had never done that. But they gave that opportunity to me, and it was just, like, so rewarding. You know, I learned a lot not in a field that I've ever done. Yeah. So tell me about some other places in Emerald that needs volunteers? Mm -hmm. Like, is it the athletic department? Is it, where would, where are some areas that you could say, they need volunteers right now besides life coach, you said that mm -hmm. one. Uh, go ahead. Well, I'll be a little selfish in uh, being the director of sports. You <laughs> um, know, okay. we're 1,500 athletes and 170 teams. Wow. And, uh, nine different sports. We need all the volunteers we can in sports. Wow. Uh, so we're going through right now about two or 300 volunteers a year. Oh, but, wow. Uh, as you said, the Lonsdale Project will be opened up probably around August. Okay. So we will be looking to up that number of volunteers as well. How do, like if someone wants to volunteer, what do you do? Uh, you go to our website. Okay. Uh, Emeraldyouth.org. Okay. And um, you go to the tab of volunteers and fill that out and click on the uh, mission. The, the um, ministry that you would like to um, volunteer in, whether it's sports or calling in career ministry or for something you'd like to do at the school. Okay. And, uh, we just get you plugged in that way. You go, go through a background check and things like that. Okay. So they just basically need to go on the website. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll uh, tell that uh, website address at the end uh, just so for the ones that didn't catch it, we'll say it again. A um, couple more questions and I'm going to let you go. Uh, the education. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um I come from a, a family of educators, and my grandfather was a principal, and then he was a superintendent, 
and my aunt was a teacher. So I come from that background. Mm-hmm. So when you say education to me, that education is key. Yeah. That's something that can never be taken away from you. Mm-hmm. What can you say educational that is that makes Emerald sit aside from any other school? What does Emerald give to their kids that you can say only Emerald does that? Um, well, the biggest thing is, is that, um, you know, when you're going through school, a lot of times the focus is on finishing that chapter and going to the next chapter. So we got to get finished with this book by the end of the season, in the, I'm still in sports mode, Yeah. by the end of the the year. But, um, that's not the case with Emerald. If you have a group of kids that are struggling in a particular subject, Uh they might not have got it the first semester, they will do a, um, evaluation over those kids, uh, studies Uh and notice that, hey, you know, X, Y, and Z, they didn't, they didn't get the knowledge that they needed at the time, and they would go back and repeat that. So by the end of the semester, really? all the kids are back on the same uh, level of learning before the end of any school year. You know how I know that that's right? Because the client that I went to their house and mm-hmm. the two kids, she spoke about that, but I didn't know exactly, mm-hmm. you know, what part she was talking about yeah. on that part. So basically, if the kids are behind... Mm-hmm. Some of the kids in the class are behind. Mm-hmm. They'll go back to that same, the part where they're behind yeah. and catch them up by the end of the semester. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of frustrating to me as a parent. You know, I'm asking questions. Well, if he didn't get this, how's he going to get that? And it was like, Mr. Miller, just calm down. Don't worry. He said, you calm know. down. We're going to go back and reteach that. I'm like, really? That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Because, you know, a lot of parents do say, well, my kid was left behind. That's one mm-hmm. way. You don't have to worry about your kid being left behind right. because they're going to get there. Now, right. let me, let's me let talk about this. Parents' activity. Hmm. Okay? Parents. I want to touch on this. This is all schools. Parents, you've got to get involved. You've got to show up for these meetings. Mm-hmm. You have to show up for these evaluations. You know, you have to invest your time. And I understand everybody works. We all work, Mm -hmm. but your kids only are a kid once, Mm -hmm. okay? So you got to put that at the top, and I talked about this the other day, is people nowadays, they put vacations, buying stuff for their kids. You know, if they can't give time, they want to buy them stuff. Kids want love. Kids want your attention. Mm -hmm. Touch on that for me. Um, Growing up... um... I had some friends that, you know, might not have had both parents around. And you could see the different dynamics of, you know, the two-parent kids and the one-parent kids. And just knowing whether you're a single parent or a kid that comes from uh, two parents, just how important it is to know that someone cares enough to be there to hear that tidbit of information that's going to make a difference in your future. Um, so just know when you do decide, hey, I'm going to go to this PTO, uh, PTA meeting, mm-hmm. or I'm going to go to this sports meeting, I'm going to go... Just know that when you do go there, that you're representing yourself as well as your kids. So the way you behave yourself plays a big part in that as well. Another thing I want to talk about is that, that going back to the listing appointment, I was so blown away with this parent telling me everything about Emerald. And she was telling me about y'all having a um, some kind of event that that they uh, to celebrate the kids. At, you know, I guess, I don't know if it's at the end of the year or what, mm-hmm. y'all have an event that celebrates the kids and you bring out you know, they get to get um, a certain kind of lunch mm-hmm. and game trucks mm-hmm. and all that. 
what schools, I mean, honestly, there are some schools, but what schools just celebrate these kids, you know, doing well? Do you, I mean, can you speak on that? What do Emerald go over and above? Well, the big thing is, is that we do that in the middle of the year. Uh, okay. So instead of doing it at the end of the year, you do it at the middle of the year. So if you're a kid that might not have had opportunity to participate in something like that, okay. it gives you something to strive for towards the end of the year because you know you have another opportunity for that. Okay. Okay. Because she was talking about the different stuff that y'all do, and I'm like, what? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, these kids. And when she said the game truck, because, I, listen, I love the game truck. I rented it for my son, but it is not the cheapest thing. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. What school does that? Yeah. What else? Uh, we're going to wrap this up, but what else can you say? Um, leave the uh, my viewers with this. If there was nothing else that they could hear about Emerald, what would you want to leave that stays in their mind about Emerald Foundation, Youth Foundation? Hmm. I would say that um, just know that Emerald Youth Foundation is a, organization that is trying to change the demographics in the city of Knoxville. Um, balance with you, there's over 15,000 kids that can benefit from our services. Okay. And we've been in the service for over 27 years, and we're only reaching... 27. We're only reaching 2,400. So, only 2,400. Only 2,400. In 27 years. Yes. So, again, to be able to close that gap is just to know that, you know, again, like you said, Ivanka, all the money in the world... But if we don't have the volunteers and the support of the community, we can only do so much. Exactly. Exactly. And um, so at the end of this, let's talk about you as a father. Hmm. I watch you. I, I talk to you. And I know you love your boys. I love crying. I know you love your boys. Yes. What do you <clears throat> want your boys when they grow up? What do you want them to know about their father? I'd like them to know that um, I did the best I could and that um, through everything that I've ever done um, around them and for them is that um, I just wanted to make sure that I was doing everything that was pleasing to God. Yes. And I was only trying to raise them and teach them as uh, I've learned from God. So, um, God first, everybody. You hear definitely. that? Um is there anything that you could say that you want for Sanford Miller to accomplish for his individual legacy? For his legacy for myself? Mm -hmm. It can be personal or business personal. Which, or, or all together, either way. If it's all said and done, I just want to hear those words. Well done. There you go. There you go. He wants to hear well done from God and it come all the way down. Like I said, Zane and Tyson have an awesome father. Um, you know, it's hard to be a parent. Uh, it's hard to not fall short somewhere. But you want your kids to know that you love them. You want the uh, kids that are less fortunate to know that you love them. And you want to make a difference. I talk about legacy a lot because my grandfather said, what are you going to do? And what is people going to remember you as? When you go to heaven, you know, so you want to make a mark. And it seems like Mr. Miller is making that mark. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Tune in every Thursday to Talk in Tennessee with Yvonka. Thank you so much, Mr. Miller, for coming.
Thanks for listening to Talkin' Tennessee with Yavanka. Watch out for our weekly episodes from the first family of real estate. And check us out on the web, www.yavankasalsrealestate.com. See our videos on Yavanka's YouTube channel or find us on Facebook under Yavanka Landis and Twitter at Yavanka Landis. And don't forget to tell a friend about us. Until next time, Yavanka signing off.